0: This is Michael Nash, and welcome back to another episode of Selling the Sage Way. So in step five of the Sage Selling Framework, we learned how to navigate the buyer's journey through the decision game plan step. We now have a thorough understanding of the when, who, and what of the decision process. Furthermore, we've collaborated with our prospect on a mutual outcome plan or MOP, where both parties work together on a prescriptive plan with activities, dates, and ownership, So the prospect has everything they need from us in order to make a yes or no decision in the timeframe that's been mutually agreed upon. Now let's pretend we've delivered the evidence, i.e., we've been on site and delivered the executive presentation, we crushed our demo, the POC delivered against the required criteria, and now the customer says, we're excited to let you know we would like to move forward with you pending the successful negotiation of a contract. This is great news, and we are certainly in the deal red zone, but we're not across the goal line yet We still have to have a final negotiation on pricing as well as contractual T's and C's such as limitation of liability, confidentiality, and my personal favorite, indemnification. So the goal of the negotiation step in the SAGE framework is to simply reach a final agreement with the minimal effort in the least possible time. Let me say that again. Reach a final agreement with minimal effort in the least possible time. This is purposeful. I know from past experience that the longer the negotiation lasts, the worse the outcome. Bad things can happen as the time to negotiate a deal lengthens. Your champion leaves the company, the company has a bad quarter and funding disappears. The company gets sold, your competitor doesn't quit and finds another way to weasel back into the deal. The point is, a million things can go wrong that can kill your deal, many of which you have no control over. We've all heard the adage, time kills deals, and it's true which is why we need to take the deal off the table as quickly as possible. So reaching a final agreement in the least time possible is one of the key goals of our negotiation. That's the time aspect. I also said with minimal effort. Reach the final agreement with the minimal amount of effort. That was purposeful as well. There's a direct correlation between the amount of effort involved in negotiation and the likelihood of a successful outcome. Procurement organizations go to negotiation school too. They're taught to string the negotiation out. Come to the seller with a lot of asks. The more asks and the longer you string this out, the better deal you will get, so they're told. In fact, while negotiating with the seller, try to emotionally intimidate them. Get them off their game. Make them angry and emotional. That will lead to a better deal, too. I'm not kidding. I've attended these classes, and this is what's being taught out there in procurement negotiation school. I'm not going to name names, but if you're dealing with Fortune 50 size organizations, you're going to have to overcome a lot of this malarkey. So here's the good news. If you follow your selling process well, the negotiation should be fairly easy. Why, you ask? Because remember, in the previous steps of the selling process, you came to an agreement with the prospect on the economic impact of their paying to the business, which may be in the millions of dollars a year. That was your layer two. The priority of solving their challenges was really high. That was layer three. And the level of investment required should they select your solution was also agreed upon. In other words, you came together on pricing. In addition, you understand from your decision game plan step when the customer must have your solution in production delivering real-world value to the business. You know time is not on their side. They say information is power, and that is certainly the case here as you negotiate final price and terms. You are in a strong negotiation position as a result of a thorough and diligent selling process. So congratulations, you're in a strong negotiation position. That being said, you will likely have to bend a bit to get the deal across the line. In order to make that happen quickly with the least amount of concessions, you have to leverage a negotiations framework. I highly recommend you, as a first step, review my episode called Want to Be a Better Negotiator? Learn to Be a Strong Seller First. In this episode, I provide details on the framework, which includes vision, principles, strategy, and tactics that all lead to closing high-quality business and evolving into that of a trusted advisor. So like I said, you're in a strong negotiation position because you sold with the conversational selling intelligence all along the way. You didn't make the mistake of not quantifying and getting the buyer to agree to the economic impact of the solution. You also didn't make the mistake or the rookie mistake of providing unilateral pricing concessions early in the cycle, such as saying something like, don't worry, that's just our list price. You won't pay anything close to that. But we still have to close the deal. We still have to close the gap, which shouldn't be major. Between the pricing proposal you provided the customer and what they're coming back and asking for, we still have to come to a final agreement that both parties can live with. This is where I teach and train teams on how to build and utilize a levers framework to successfully negotiate winning deals on your price and your terms. This can be negotiated either with the business and or procurement. It's a powerful tool and process, and it will ensure you keep your average selling prices high and don't leave money on the table. So congratulations, you successfully negotiated a winning deal for both you and your client and also have transformed into that of a trusted advisor for them, which unlocks strategic value for both parties over the long term. Great job. So that's it for today's episode of Selling the Sageway. I hope you found it valuable. And don't forget that time for a professional salesperson is the only commodity you own, so utilize it wisely.